Welcome back to another 5-Minute Devotional. My name is Benjamin Watts, and today I want to talk about worship and kind of just bringing us back to the reason that we worship. And we've talked about this at times in the devotionals on why we worship and just how we're called and we're created. But what I kind of came across as I was diving through and going through some scripture this past week preparing another devotional um, was maybe something that you've already thought about or heard, but it hit me in just a new way. You know, I think we've all heard um, that, you know, we all maybe have idols and we've talked about that or you've heard someone talk about that from a pulpit or at church or whatever it may be and maybe that we all worship things that we shouldn't. But I, I came across this point of that worship demands a reason. Like we're worshiping those things. We're idolizing those things for a reason because most of the time we're getting something from it. That's why we worship it. You know, we can worship God because we try to gain something from Him. Or we can cheer on a team. For me, I'll just be practical. This is used a lot of time. But I am a huge sports fan. The Pittsburgh Steelers are just who I cheer for. I prepare for the season. I get ready for the games. I'm sitting in the same seat every week. And I'm preparing and eating great food. And I'm with my friends and my family. And I'm at home and I'm watching the game. Or I've recorded it so I can get home in time to watch it. Whatever it may be. Like, I do all these things for a reason, because the Steelers win, and I like to see them win. That's my reason. I'm a Steelers fan not because they wear cool jerseys and they don't ever play football. No, my reason is because they are a football team that plays football well. That is why I like the Steelers. And see, I think we can look at worship in a skewed way, similar to that. That we look at worship as something we do when we come in from a week and we look back on our week or our month or a year and we say, I'm going to worship because God, okay, in my win column I got 10 blessings and in my, my, uh, I've had five failures, but I'll worship because he, he was greater than my failures this year. Or flip side of it, I worship really, really hard when I'm in the valley, but when I get on the mountaintop and I'm doing good, I cruise because, oh, that's me. I'm succeeding. And see, I just, I think there's danger in that. There's danger in this idea that we worship to get something. We worship to receive a blessing. And so I just want you to reflect today. Like, why is it that you're genuinely worshiping? What's pushing you? What's your reason? What's your passion to worship? What is it fueled by? Is your worship fueled on emotion alone? That like when you're feeling good, your worship is great? And so I want you to go back to the start with me today. Go back to the moment where hopefully you were chosen and that you had that moment in your life where you walked from the darkness into the light. You walked from death to life and that is your fuel. See, for me, I'm going through a situation in my family where there's more sickness and death than I've ever had on a firsthand basis. And some of you can relate to that. You've had those moments And it's so easy for me to dive into the Word of God and to worship and to read and to write and to pray because I want the situation to end. When really, what if God is just putting me in this situation and He's he's already written the course of, of my family's lives. He's already written the diagnosis of the sickness. He's already got a plan. He already knows the finish. He already knows the end date. But maybe God's just using this situation to draw me in and to reset me and to renew me and to realign me and to say, Ben, no, 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 that's not why you're worshiping at all. You worship because I have chosen you and you are a royal priesthood. And so in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, we're reminded 
of why we, why we worship, where we were, where the start was, that we are chosen. And it says in verse 9, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellence of him who have called you out of the darkness into the marvelous light. He has called you out. And so we need to stop viewing worship as just a mountaintop and a valley experience. We need to stop viewing worship as just some songs that we sing on a Sunday when the band plays. Worship is reading, writing, devoting all of your ways to Jesus. And so I know I talk about that often on why we worship, but I believe today that it is just, for someone out there, you are waiting. You keep viewing worship as a wishing well. You keep viewing church as a wishing well that you're going to go and you're, you know, the blessings will fall and the circumstances will get you know, fixed. But we talk about it at our church all the time. Faith is not the absence of doubt. Faith in Jesus is what pushes you through the doubt into the provisions he has for you. And so I hope this is a good reminder for you. As 1 Peter 2, verse 9 says, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. You are his special possession. And that you may declare the praises of him who have called you. So that's my prayer for you today. And so I want you to look back on your life. What is it that you're worshiping maybe more than God? You know, for me, I have to be careful with that just as much as anyone else. But then what's your reason for your worship today?